nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. We will control the horizontal. We will control the vertical. We can change the focus to a soft blur or sharpen it to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limits. everybody doing? All right. We're going to talk about aliens tonight. It'll be interesting. Uh, first off, though, I do want to give a shout out. I promised Savannah when she took off and she was going to go to Italy that I would give a shout out to her when she listened to a podcast. And I actually got a postcard from her. I'm going to put it on the bulletin board if you guys want to see it. She says she misses everybody. She's been gone for about three or four weeks uh, with her grandma traveling. But um Having a great time. Misses everybody. Also, I wanted to mention that um, the girls that are on the missions trip uh, did say hi to everybody. They missed you guys this week. <clears throat> and uh, just wanted to make sure that you guys all knew that they cared about you and missed you, especially JB and Emma. So, anyway, we have been getting a lot of podcast uh, downloads. Shelby and I were talking about it um, just this morning again. Um, almost every single day you can go in and we can look in our feed burner account and uh, we can see that there's a lot of different people that are downloading their messages and, and like from Australia, Spain, all over the place. So uh, I definitely want to make sure that everybody out there listening to, we really appreciate everybody that does pay attention and listens and hopefully the messages um, that I do here in CYM and also in Cameron because we, we keep track of his too in Steadfast College Ministries um, that people are listening and, and learning more about Jesus. That's the ultimate thing. So we really appreciate that. So we are going to talk tonight about aliens. The word's fun to say, isn't it? Aliens. It's just kind of a fun word. Um, chances are you've seen movies. You've seen many movies, I'm sure, about aliens. You've seen a movie or two. Um, as you've gotten older, maybe you've seen the movie Alien, which is real hard to figure out. That's a scary one. I, I never ever actually saw Alien. I'll be honest with you. E.T., how many of you guys have seen E.T.? Lots of people saw E.T. That's great, because last week when I taught from Spider-Man 3, there was a lot of people that didn't see Spider-Man 3, so I was kind of surprised. How many of you guys have seen Mars Attacks? I'm going to tell you, a lot of people hated that show. I actually laughed a lot. I thought it was funny. There were some funny parts in it. Um, Independence Day. One of the better um, movies about aliens that there is. It's really great, because, you know, everything he does is great. Star Wars. I mean, my goodness. Star Wars fans out there, yes, we gotta, we gotta love that. How many of you guys out there are Trekkies, Star Trek fans? John is, I like Star Trek, I'll tell you, I love science fiction, so it's one of those things I just really enjoy. How many of you guys, you know, I was watching something the other day, they were saying that, you know, everybody hated him on the show. The people that all worked with William Shatner, they all, none of them liked him. And uh, he said he was so hurt by it, because like nobody, 
really liked him as a person at all. So he was on, like, the other day on the news talking about it. Um, how many of you guys were fans of X-Files when it was on? You see the new movies coming out? You know, going to be coming out pretty soon. Which I said to John when we were in the, the theater the other day, I'm like, man, they didn't jump on that bandwagon very quick, did they? That's been forever ago. So how about Signs? You know, Signs was an awesome awesome movie because there was so many cool things about that and I mean just the, the whole thing was really dramatic and, and really good so there's just a few a very short list of alien movies that we can think about um, not even getting into the ones that were all from the old school time you know like if you looked at some of the old ones like from the 40s 50s there was an era of like that time 40s 50s 60s that every single person because of the whole entire <clears throat> um, race to the moon that every sitcom had some sort of Martian episode <laughs> for some reason everybody was doing some martian thing and they all walked around with hats like this you know like this like they were trying to bring you know communication in with the aliens and stuff actually this is to stop the aliens from stealing our brain waves is what it is it's just protection aluminum foil protection is what it's all about but i'm actually going to use it tonight as another reason i'm going to use it as because i'm going to stay in contact communic communicado with my leader so um how many of you guys have seen this classic episode of sesame street we're gonna take it and watch this it's pretty awesome we take you now to kermit the frog with another fast-breaking news story yeah well, with an oink oink here and an oink oink there and uh, you know you remind me of somebody i just can't figure out who oh oh hey ho this is kermit the frog and i'm speaking to you from old mcdonald's farm uh, you see, because this is the very farm that was made famous by that rhyme, Old MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, and on that farm he had some... Uh, cows. Cows, yes, E-I-E-I-O, mm. -E uh, with a moo-moo here. And a moo-moo there. Here a moo, there, there a moo, everywhere a moo-moo. <laughs> yes, indeed, Old MacDonald does indeed have a farm, E-I-E-I-O. Yes. E this is it. Uh-huh, and uh, I understand, I, I see that uh, you have a very unusual accent. Oh, ach, hi, laddie, that I do. Uh, would you indeed be Scottish? Well, with a name like McDonald, do you think I'm from Calcutta? <laughs> yes, okay. Now, I, I gather, Mr. McDonald, uh, that I'm out here for a very big story because you have something very, very different and unusual to show us today. Oh, okay, that's right, laddie. Uh, and it's something that we have never seen before. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. Uh, would you tell us what it is? Oh, yes, yes. Go on, Bessie, go on, go on. Uh, yes, that's it, Bessie, it, huh? Yes, it's a spaceship. A, a spaceship. A spaceship. Yes, with a whoosh whoosh here and a whoosh whoosh there. Here a whoosh, there a whoosh. Everywhere a whoosh whoosh. Whoosh whoosh, you say? Yes, whoosh whoosh. That's the sound a spaceship makes when it flies around. Wow. Well, mm. uh, okay. Okay. Well, old McDonald has a farm and a reported spaceship, but I, of course, have not seen it. Uh, would you mind describing this uh, reported spaceship for us, Mr. McDonald? Oh, sure, laddie. You see, it, it, it's red and it flies through the air and, 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 it, and it looks like an upside down disc in, yeah. in it, in it. Oh, well, look, there it is. The dog has a spaceship in its mouth. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Put that spaceship down. Uh, wait a second. This is the spaceship? Yes, Mr. it's McDonald? a red spaceship. Mr. McDonald, hmm? this is a Frisbee. A Frisbee? That's a oh. Frisbee. Oh. That's our Frisbee. frisbee. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Oh, you brought me all the way out here to see a Frisbee? Frisbee? That's a Frisbee. Frisbee, well... Well, okay, okay. So old McDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, mm -hmm. and on that farm he had a frisbee. Yeah. Uh, I said it was something different. Yeah. Hootman. E-I-E-I-O. 
A spaceship. Kermit the Frog. Old MacDonald had a farm. Yip, 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 yip. And on his farm, he had a frog. Yip, 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 you know what? When I was looking through this, this different clips, I'm like, I forgot all about those yip yips, those aliens. That's pretty awesome. I'll tell you, I really forgot how great Sesame Street was. I, you know, don't watch that stuff no more. So I thought that's really great. I mean, great humor. I love the Scottish cow, you know, McDonald. He was just awesome. So, um, you know, all these things that we learn, we learn early on this alien type of uh, creature that's out from outer space, you know, showing up, and we talk about it even as kids right off the bat. So um, all these things, all these movies, all these shows, they investigate this possibility that this extraterrestrial life form exists. And uh, for some reason, like I said, Hollywood is quite fascinated with it right off the bat. You know, every single person has to make an alien or a Martian or extraterrestrial type show. So um, years ago, Years ago, probably, it, I think it was 1993 when I became a Christian. I remember it wasn't too long after that I was talking to somebody. It was at a garage sale. And some lady was talking to me about me and, and you know, where I went to church and all this. And she said to me, she goes, so, like, you know, so you're, like, a Christian? I said, yeah. And she goes, so, like, do you read the Bible? I'm like, well, I started to read the Bible. And she goes, well, did you know that they actually talk about aliens in the Bible? And I'm like, really? Well, that intrigued me. I'm like, well, you're kidding me. So I checked it out. And, uh to my amazement, she was right. She was right. There is aliens in the Bible. Did you guys know that? Did you? Okay. A scripture verse I want to uh, tell you to support that, Psalm 146.9. It says, The Lord watches over the aliens and sustains the fatherless and the widows, but he frustrates the ways of the wicked. Interestingly enough, we see that God cares about the aliens, those little green men, as much he does orphans and widows. What is an alien? Foreigner, we hear that, you know, obviously. A uh, person who's been estranged or excluded, you know, an extraterrestrial being. There's different um, variations of the uh, definition. Um, if you look at what it is that makes aliens actually different, obviously it's the look. They're all different. I mean, you see that there's a lot of different looks of, of aliens. Um, they act different. They talk different yep 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 <laughs> they're from different worlds and just like et you know you take them away from the world and they are just longing to get back to it so some of you out there might believe that these aliens really do exist for real or you might just be thinking that they were created by some guy on a hollywood lot and really don't believe in it at all 
Um, we talk about aliens all the time. I mean, there's always a study. Have you guys ever listened to a show called George Norrie? It's on, like, talk radio, and it's usually around midnight. And if you ever want to be really freaked out, listen to it. Because, honestly, there's people call in to this show, and they will tell these big detailed things. But these aren't, like, crazy people. They sound like they're real educated, and they start talking about all these alien things. And sometimes you're, like, listening, and you're thinking, whoa, it's kind of scary. You don't even know if you want to listen to what he had to say. But it's not like from, like, midnight to 2 o'clock in the morning on uh, WLS on AM 89. It's pretty interesting. Um, I used to always clean the church, like, for five years, and I would always drive home really late at night, and every now and then I'd be listening, I'm thinking, okay, now I'm freaked out as I walk home because they're talking about these weird alien creatures. Um, so, you know, some of them might believe that they exist, and uh, there is the truth that aliens do really exist. They are real, and they actually have already landed here on Earth. That's, that's true. It's proven. It's a real fact. And tonight we're going to unmask historical evidence that shows and proves that they really do exist. And they are actually are right here on this planet at this time. And you may yourself have come into contact with them and not even have known it. Da-da-da. Yeah, exactly. Um, 1 Peter 2.11. Dear friends, I urge you as aliens and strangers in this world to abstain from sinful desires which were against your soul. So, hmm. Who do you think he's talking to there? Dear friends, I urge you as aliens. So you think that they're actually like putting some scripture verses out there that they're actually talking to the little green Martians? Dear little green Martians, I urge you as aliens to abstain from sinful desires which war against your soul. Uh, let me explain to you. Peter's not writing to E.T. here. He's writing to Christians. Hate to break it to you, but yes, I will tell you, it is those crazy Christians again. <laughs> Just like you may have suspected, they are the aliens. They are the aliens, the crazy Christians. Um, if you're a true follower of Christ, then you, my friend, are an alien. That's what the Bible says. So when this woman was talking about this to me, when I first became a believer, saying to me that aliens exist in the Bible, at the time I wasn't really quite smart enough to understand and to be able to explain to her. Now I know that, yes, aliens do exist. They are in the Bible. But who they're talking about is true believers and followers of Christ were the aliens. And I'm going to kind of talk to you about that tonight. Um, tonight I'm actually going to perform my own SETI experiment. Have you ever heard what a SETI is? It's a thing that actually was disbanded. It is an actual government-type program that they had, and SETI stood for Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. So tonight, as I look out into your group, I'm going to do a little search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Hopefully, I will find out that there are some real aliens out there and uh, you guys exist. You might have noticed many different types of aliens before. You might have seen and come across many of them. Um, we're going to run through some pictures, and I want to let you look at a couple aliens that you may never have seen or, or might have noticed all the time. So. Obviously. Elliot, I don't think he is. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
put that out on my desktop today just because I thought it was kind of weird. We know she's an alien. <laughs> you remember them? Samson's exactly. So there are some real aliens out there, um, which basically I want to talk to you tonight about the fact that the first point about aliens is they really do look different. They have some bizarre qualities about them. You know, not all of them have the big, green, slimy head with enormous eyes. At least some of them don't. I've met a few that look a little weird. Um, we do look a little different, though, you know, as a true believer, as a true follower of Christ, I think that we are set apart. There's something different about us. And uh, it's not just the T-shirts, the bracelets, or the bumper stickers. Please, dear God, let them be more, something more than that. Um, there is just something very different about us. And we don't really just blend in as easily with the humanoids as, you know, the others do. There's something different. You know, it's kind of like you're one of those... Um, end pieces in a puzzle trying to push it into the middle you know even though it looks like the right color even though it looks like it's the you know it looks like it might fit it just doesn't fit no matter how much you try and you push it's just different so um we look different and i really think what it is it's not so much on the outside like i say the t-shirts and the different things but it's more from the inside it's more something that has taken place in the inside of us. And obviously we understand that that is Jesus. That's salvation. That's what happens when we truly follow after Christ is he comes, lives inside of us. And we have a different aura. There's something about us where there's just a sense of that we're different and it's noticeable to the people around us. Um, it makes sense because we're to be like Christ. And he himself spoke in John 17, 4, saying, I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they do not belong to the world just as I do not. So I hate to break it to you, but Jesus was an alien too. He's an alien. I should have put a picture of Jesus up there because obviously Jesus was an alien. He also didn't belong to this world. He was different. He had a different home. Um, so if, if Jesus was an alien and true followers are supposed to be more and more like Christ, and emulate him, look like him more and more every day, obviously all of his followers are really all alien. Philippians 3, 18 through 21 says, For as, as I often told you before and now say again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there. The Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that we will be like his glorious body. Sometimes we don't understand. We're not going to really get. We don't know exactly what kind of body we're going to have when we get in heaven. I mean, God's word talks about us having a physical body. Whether or not we are going to have a body like this, I don't know. Obviously, there's going to be no pain, no tears, no anything like that in heaven. God's word says that. We can trust that. 
So there's going to be something different. You know, I have a really bad foot. You know, I, I got hurt when I was in eighth grade, messed up my, was on crutches forever, and was doing pretty good. And then I fell off scaffolding about three years ago and then messed it up again. So, you know, I have constant pain. I was talking to someone last night saying, um, basically, I realized that I have always had pain. It's just whether or not you, how much, to what degree, you just learn to live with chronic pain. There will be no chronic pain in heaven. It's not going to be that way. And I think that's why some people really have a, a you know, a, they, they really just, um, you get some older people, senior citizens that have had lots of lives, uh, life filled with pain and a lot of um, accidents and things and sickness. And you know what? A lot of them really look forward to the day when they get to go home. <laughs> because as uh, believers, they understand that there's going to be nothing but joy in heaven. So in America... We become legal citizens. Most people, when they're here, they become legal citizens. And what that is is that we actually just claim America as our home. You know, we say that we belong to this land. You know, we claim it, and uh, the world to true aliens, to Christians, um, this earthly world is not our home. Our planet that we belong to, the one that we claim, is actually heaven. Um, we're just passing through this one and I, a lot of people don't understand that they they don't understand how that works but god actually tells us this that uh we're going to pass through this life and, and our job is not just to exist but to do work and to do things and and have a purpose and um we actually have a mission that we're supposed to accomplish you know just like aliens do just like an alien would you know it's like what's your mission you know got that little marvin you know the martian He's always on a mission. He always had a plan, you know? Us, we need to be like Marvin the Martian. We need to have this idea of thinking that we have a plan. We have a mission. We have something we're supposed to accomplish at all times. And our mission as aliens, as true followers of Christ, as believers, our job is to take the earthlings to our leader, okay? That's what it is. Let's take them to our leader, okay? We're not supposed to just be sitting here having a perpetual vacation. It's not something we're supposed to be doing. We're not supposed to just be here living it up and partying out and, oh, you know, great, you know, soaking up the native nightlife and, you know, seeing all the cool things, you know, and stuff like that. It's not the only reason why we're here. Um, people get thrown off. They don't understand what we're supposed to be doing here. And, um, you know, it, it's about us taking other earthlings to meet our leader. Pretty simple. We're aliens. What do you do when you're an alien? You know what? You, you grab people just like the X-Files and you take them off to another planet with you. You take them there. And hopefully not just to you know, work, but yeah, also work. To get them to be workers so they also can help and, and draw more people into the right place to live. Um, we're to show others our great commander, our fearless leader. You know, who it is that we follow. And our purpose is really, truly all about making this an alienation. That's what it's all about. We're supposed to always be searching and looking and trying to explain to people that there is a better way of living. That, yes, earth is a beautiful place to live. Earth is glorious. I mean, God has given us a wonderful place to live um, with lots of beautiful things. But God's word tells us that this is going to pale in comparison to what is really going on in heaven. I mean, that is beauty beyond comparison. We can't even grasp it. We can't even put our minds to what beauty there's going to be there. 
It's sad because there's a lot of people are satisfied with this. And it's kind of a shame because you realize that there's so much more that's out there. Um, if we can explain to the earthlings that our planet is better, you know, that's what we're supposed to be doing. I mean, obviously it's going to be way, way um, hotter here. <laughs> you know? I mean, if you're going to stick around in this thing, you're, I mean, our planet's, planet's going to be way cooler. You know, it's going to be cooler in one way and cooler in the other. It's not going to be burning hot. And uh, our leader is a better leader to follow. And, and, you know, if we can show them that our manual, you know, the good news, the Bible, that that's really the right thing to be paying attention to and the best way to survive, then, you know, we're going to actually be able to make more aliens and draw them into that life. Um, but some of us don't get the mission. Some of us don't even know how to tell the earthlings about our alien planet, you know? Some that we come into contact with just seem really confused when we mention something, you know, we say something to them about, you know, well, you know, you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to do that. If you're, you know, a believer, you're supposed to follow, you're supposed to do this and stuff like that. A lot of times we tell them all these different things and people just kind of confused at us. It's amazing how hot aluminum foil is. I'm going to tell you guys all next winter, make yourself aluminum hats, and you guys will be warm. I'll tell you, you don't have no problem, because that stuff makes you sweat. Um, I think what times what people are very confused, because we sit there and tell these people that we're aliens. We're aliens. We're followers. We're this, we're that. And then people watch our lives, and they're like thinking, man, I don't see no tinge of green. I don't see no antenna. I don't see nothing. So I'm, they're just kind of confused. They're thinking, well, you look like an earthling to me. I don't really see the difference. And they're like, yeah, you're an alien? Um, I, I think people are just confused sometimes. You know, we, we tell them that we have this awesome thing that we want to offer them, but we can't even explain what our leader's all about. We can't explain, you know, what it is that we're trying to offer them. And there's so much more. And a lot of times we can't even explain it because we have never even met the leader ourselves. You know, we're just pretending, and uh, we're just really off topic. We don't even get it. And, you know, there's people that are just really confused with what we say we are. I want to challenge you tonight, if you really are a follower of Christ, and start to act like it. Um, God's Word says you're an alien. Start to look like it. Start to actually start to be the person that you claim to be. You know, what, what is the point of pretending? You know, I, I'm always confused by people that want to live a, a life that is just so mediocre because you're going nowhere fast. I mean, obviously, you're not, you know, good enough to hang out with the Christians. You're not bad enough to hang out with the world. You're just kind of just confused, and there's just no point in that. Um, show people if you are a true Christian, though. If you're a true alien, if you're a true follower of Christ, you know, start to actually show it. Hi don't hide it when you're around people. You know, if you have some green skin, let it show. You know, if you're misshapen body and head and you look all freaky, let it show. You speak a different language, you know, you yip, yip, yip. Speak it. Show them. Show them you speak a different language. I really think the world's looking for it. You know, just like we in this Hollywood generation and things, we hear about these alien signs, you know, crop patterns, all these different things. People are so enthralled because they want a sense that there's something more. You know what? That's sad to think that we're looking for aliens as being the thing that's going to be a, something different. 
when we have so much more to offer that is different and it's real and genuine it's not fake it's not make-believe it's not something that somebody's conjured up it's a real genuine god that is amazingly real he's been here for two thousand years and you know we we just keep looking for these false band-aid gods to get us by and it's just no point in living a life like that um we need to truly accomplish our minute our mission we need to show them we're different and our, our mission has to be first and foremost it has to be the first thing that we do and we pay attention we have to look different and we have to act different because our job as aliens is really all about causing curiosity you ever have somebody that just honestly is just so bizarre that every time they're around you're like almost just watching to see the next bizarre thing they're gonna do I mean they get around you just like you're trying to pretend like you're not even watching, but you're like watching the coming because you know they're going to do something really weird. You know, I think as Christians, sometimes we say that, you know, they're, they're weird. I'll admit it. I, I'll tell you, I, Shelby and I have a standard joke. You know, you'll meet somebody and say, they're just weird enough to be a good Christian. Because we are. We're weird. We're bizarre. We don't fit in to this world. But we also don't care to fit in. We don't have to fit in. You know, um, our jobs, we need to cause curiosity. Um, there are some really boring aliens out there. I've met them. I'm like, whatever. I doubt you're an alien. Uh, <laughs> I doubt it very much. Um, there's a fine balance that we need to live by. E.T. would light up his E.T. finger, didn't he? And let it shine before Elliot. He'd go. You know, I'm going to tell you guys, if you guys never noticed, Gina's got E.T. fingers. I don't know if you know that. Um, Gina, come up here and show your E.T. fingers. Come on, show them real quick. Um, you know, the thing is, we, you know, I, I've always said, as soon as I met Gina, I'm like, oh my goodness, you have E.T. fingers. And Gina's a true believer, so it makes sense. She is alien. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See her fingers, how long they are? They're like the longest fingers. She's, yeah. She's got like E.T. fingers. And then if you ever never checked out um, empty tanks, thumbs, check them out sometime. Um, <laughs> that's for Emily when she comes back. Um, but you know what? E.T. would light up his fingers. We need to also let our light shine before men. You know, there was a lot of scriptural, really interesting things about that movie. Um, Matthew 5.16 says, Let your light shine before men so they may see, that your good works and see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Our lives should cause even those who oppose us, hate us, despise us, to still be curious about us. There should be something so bizarre that we are actually still interesting. You know, the people, the earthlings, that seem to be the most disgusted with us sometimes because you are an alien are going to be the ones who will cause you the most trouble sometimes, no doubt about it. You know, they're going to be the ones that are going to say hurtful things to you or about your leader or about the manual. But I'll tell you, they're the ones who are going to watch you the closest to see how loyal you are to it. They're going to be the ones that are paying attention the most to sit there and say, are you really an alien? Are you really what you say you are? Those people that hate us the most will watch us the most. They're just waiting for us to be screw-ups. Aliens or earthlings, both, are looking for the authentic. They want to see you just be, pick one, pick one. Be an earthling or 
be an alien, one or the other. I think this whole back and forth thing is just confusing to everybody. And uh, they're looking for it from our words, too. The one thing that I have noticed with people that even don't even care about serving Jesus, there's something about them that they really just want to know that there's hope. There's something about it. Even if they're not a true believer, there's something that they, they want to just sense that there's something real. You need to talk to someone that's not a believer. They know that you are. They'll start asking you a couple questions, you know, just a couple things. And I really sense that they just want to know that there is something more, you know, that it's not just you live, you die, you're done, that there's something more to this. Uh, people that go back and forth between two different languages, have you ever had that? You know, have you ever had been around a, a group? We talked about this the other day, actually. Um, have you ever been around... Um, a lot of the younger uh, Spanish kids, they'll come over, and they'll, what they'll do is they're, they're learning English quickly because they're in, you know, in America. Well, their other generations have not learned. So what happens a lot of times is you'll get, they will be discussing, they'll be talking fast, and sometimes there's a mixture of Spanish and American and English, and it's kind of combined And while they're talking really fast. And sometimes it's very, very confusing because, you know, you got a little of both back and forth and it's just really confusing and it's like you know you just wonder sometimes if if the poor like um you know patriarch of the family is sitting there thinking just please speak just all spanish so i can understand you and you know the then you know the other the younger generation's like no no just please speak all english so i can understand you but everyone's just confused because there's all this back and forth you know, talking and, and all this stuff is just confusing because there's too many different people talking and there's two different languages going on. And a lot of times it just becomes very unclear. And the communication's not crystal, you know. Um, we have to remember that if we're trying to speak both alien and also earthling within our conversations with people, you know, all we're going to hear, all the people are going to hear is nothing but a big old confusing mess. They're not going to get it because our words are supposed to come out of our hearts. If we're speaking, we're saying that we're a believer, we're, that we're alien, but yet we speak all the time in our lives and, and the things that we do and the, the people that we are, like earthlings, we just come across as very confusing and not authentic at all. Uh, the message has to be communicated clearly to get someone to understand it. And uh, there are definitely some wannabe aliens who try to do both, and that isn't going to work. You just can't have that happen. Um, the earthlings aren't going to understand what we're trying to say because we're speaking aliens sometimes. The aliens aren't going to understand because we're throwing too much earthling talk in there. So we have to be clear and pick one. Our words are going to have no effect at all because they're really only empty words at that part. We need to live in a way that will cause the earthlings to be curious, like I said. And uh, with that's going to come some criticism, sometimes neglect. You're going to not be invited places. You're not going to be asked to go places if you're a true follower. If you are alien, you're going to be hurt. But we choose as aliens to figure that's worth it because we love our leader enough. We love him enough and we think that it's worthy enough and necessary enough to follow him. And we see the importance of what our mission is all about. So we make that choice. And just like in ET, we have to be disciplined. We have to be determined to return home someday. That's what the whole message of Christ is. Why are we here? The mission is, as aliens, to talk to other people and get them to be alien with you. And then, to introduce them, take them back to our leader, and then someday, go to the home planet. Pretty simple. See, God is brilliant. 
just brilliant and is God's word. I mean, it's just amazing when you think of something that I'm sure that the world decided to use to pull people away from Christ, truthfully can be turned around and you can use a home message and draw people to Christ. So God is an amazing God. E.T. was separated from his ship. You guys all saw the movie. Most everybody saw it. Um, but he never just sat back and just was just happy with that, was he? You know, he, he didn't become native. He didn't go out earthling. I mean, he did a couple things where he was, like, checking out Reese's Pieces and all that stuff, and he did all those things. And, you know, interesting story. But you know what? He had a drive. There was something inside of him that he wanted to go home. There was just a drive to go home. The end um, of the show, when he goes back, you could see that his heart gets all red and glows because he even knew he was going to go back home. It's just like us. Our hearts will grow warm. We want to go back to our native land. We want to be back to our real true home. We have to be like E.T. We have to have that drive. We have to have that commitment, that constant decision inside of ourselves to phone home, phone home, phone home. I'm not good at it. Um, he was determined to phone home. He wanted to communicate with his leader. Amy talked about it. Tuesday nights, we have prayer here. Call your leader. Communicate. Talk to them. Pay attention. It's really important if you are a true alien to start communicating with your leader. Talk to them and be in prayer. Um, E.T. was pretty brilliant because he actually used a speaking spell. <laughs> and he turned it into a way to uh, call home. And this determination and desire that he had was going to, you know, there was no way he was not going to return back to his planet. You know, even though he found some things fun and some really great, important people that he met and really loved, it was obviously E.T., the alien. He did have a heart, and he loved people. Um, nothing was going to stop him from accomplishing his goal. And we need to keep in mind, just like E.T., where, you know what, he called him and he came back for him, we have to keep in mind that we also have a leader that's coming for us someday. We're not here waiting forever with no one to come back. But God's word says, the manual tells us, our mission tells us, that he's coming back for us. Our leader's coming back, and we are going to get to go with him, and we're going to live forever on the place that is our true home. We have to pay attention to this. We have to be true aliens. We have to keep our native planet in mind, and, you know, we, we won't falter. You know, we're going to make it back. We just have to remember what we are, and we have to be different than the earthlings. You have to resemble a true alien. Believers in Christ are the aliens of this world, and it's difficult to fit into this world. It's really difficult. And uh, sometimes, you know, it, it's you people try to get us to all the time, fit in and be part of it and, and just look all native, you know. And it's not what we're all about. We have different values. We have to have, have different priorities than what the world has. And uh, we have to stay in contact with our leader. We can't let anything else jumble up our, our airways. You know, we got to pay attention. We got to listen to what he tells us and stay in communication with him. You know, we're aliens in a strange land. You know, we definitely don't speak and, and communicate the same way the world does. And, and we really shouldn't speak the native language, actually. We should take part um, in the things of, the, of heaven, things that God would want us to, not the things that the earth, earth offers us. And we shouldn't really take part in and belong to all the traditions on this earth. And we shouldn't fit in so easily. 
You know, Jesus didn't fit in easily. True disciples that were following after Christ didn't fit in. There was something different about them. And we shouldn't blend in. One of the things that um, Jesus says that the world just really doesn't understand is most people you'll talk to, they'll say that they're followers of Christ, that Jesus came to bring peace. Well, if you're a real alien, you've read the manual, you understand that that's not the case. Jesus says in his word that he did not come to bring peace. He came to bring division. He came to put mother against daughter, everything else, to get people to understand what his message was, what his mission was. And the people are really confused. This world talks about peace all the time. We want peace. You know, even the alien was peace out, man. You know, it's not peace in that way. Peace is a different, there's a whole way of different living. And uh, I just wanted this really, I just wanted to bring this up because I love this clip. And I want you to, to pay attention to this because it's hilarious. We come in peace. We come in peace. Jesus didn't come to bring peace. Hippies want it. <laughs> Hippies are all about, man, peace out, you know. But you know what? Jesus says, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring division and strife. And you know what? True peace only comes from knowing him, our true leader. And, and that's who we're supposed to take after. Um, you know, we may, we may feel awkward and out of touch with the surroundings that we're part of, you know, this earth. We may be out of touch, but it's okay. We will be fine if we just pay attention to what we're supposed to. Um, Hopefully, each one of you who are true aliens, true followers of Christ, you will be asked the question, take me to your leader someday. It won't just be something that is just spoken of in alien talk, but someday, hopefully, each one of you is going to be a strong enough alien that there's going to be somebody that's going to walk up to you and actually say, tell me who your leader is. I'm interested in knowing them. That's what the whole mission is. That's the whole plan the whole thing is not for us to accept Jesus as our Savior and just live it and hold on to it and keep it for ourselves. Our whole entire plan, the reason why this message is given to us, is for us to share it with others, to make more earthlings into aliens. That's the whole plan. So I uh, just want to challenge you. Own your alienship. Own it. Be green. Not just Kermit the Frog green. Alien green, okay? control of your television set to you until next week at this same time when the control voice will take you to the outer limit. I do want to pray for you real quick, if I could do that. Um, if any of you guys don't know who Jesus is, if you don't know the leader, if you don't even have a clue what the mission is, if you still don't get it, please talk to somebody. Please don't just leave here every single time just being satisfied with just walking in walking out i want you to understand what jesus is all about and uh, it's amazing life it's an amazing life to live following after him it's not always easy but it's worthy and it's great and you know what we got a great future ahead of us so lord i just pray that you just touch each person here tonight i just pray father that you would just help them lord to really know who you are and to be able to uh, accept it live it and uh, challenge themselves lord to really resemble who they say that they are 
just pray, Father, that you would just help each person here to grow, grow and more and more alien-like. And, uh, Father, I just pray that you would just help them and help their families, Lord. I do pray, Father, for peace, but not as in the world says it or the hippies think it. I just pray also, Lord, that uh, there's real true peace in a family, Lord, uh, that there is division because there's somebody who is truly following after you and making a difference. I just pray that you would just be with each person here and their family, uh, protect their families, keep them safe, Lord. I just pray that they'd have a great um, safe time this week. And uh, Lord, I just pray that they'd be able to stick around for the theater and enjoy the rest of the night. And I just ask, Lord, for that you would just work in their lives and give them salvation. We just ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.